Thanks for joining us on Two Age Sojourner and uh, stay with us for our, I don't know, what should we call this? Not a whatever Wednesday, but our midweek chill. Oh, yeah. I should just <clears throat> let people know uh, who you are, you know, and who this mysterious figure in the background is that, I, that I'm, I'm talking I'm to. Just an ordinary pastor, Mike. He's just an ordinary pastor. <laughs> well, actually, without any memoirs. Do you know what? I just realized actually there's an open challenge out against you at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I heard that. Did you? Open challenge. Of course I did, because I actually listened to the episodes. Well, I just I, why I totally I sent forgot you about it. Facebook message. Right. Oh, is that what that was about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're just twigging now. I just uh, I didn't realize it. Yeah, you know, I thought you were angry or something was going wrong. Um so yeah, so I mean look you can you can send profanity my way anytime you want, but you still have to answer the next theological challenge. Well, I I I um I'd happily answer next theological challenge when I hear it. Ooh. Like I agreed with everything he said. I don't understand what, what the challenge was. Well, I think the challenge had to do from memory with um mm-hmm. <laughs> with this little matter of of open um, membership. I think, yeah, but I think that was he it. He didn't actually he didn't actually mention that. Oh. So I get that that was the kind of starting issue. But okay. he was addressing the importance of baptism. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, of baptism and of membership, both of which I wholeheartedly agree with. Hmm. And right. I'm not trying so there's to... there's only one way to get this done, and that's to get no, you no. guys both on at the same time. I know. I know. All right. No, seriously, because, like, I, you know, I, I, um, I uh, heard what he said. I mm-hmm. agreed with it. Mm-hmm. I, it was almost like... Um, it was almost like he hadn't realized that when we were talking about baptism, we were talking about it in the context of mode of baptism rather than in, as in baptism versus non-baptism. Because obviously, like, you have to be baptized to be a member of my church. Mm-hmm. But the, the issue was mode of baptism. So all mm-hmm. the stuff he was saying about the importance of baptism. R- wasn't it subjects of baptism, not mode? I mean, mode would what? be like the diff, you know, the the sprinkling versus dunking thing. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Well, so, be like subjects would be like you know whether you were dipped or sprinkled as a baby, versus and, and prior to faith versus, you know. Oh yeah, well, I mean, normally adults aren't sprinkled. That was so like normally the mode of sprinkling is applied. Well, to so do you mean so. though that um, if you if you had to let a Presbyterian into membership? Or an mm-hmm. infant pedobaptist into Yeah, they would have to be baptized. But see, that's the whole thing though. I mean, would they be would they have to be baptized as an adult after faith? Uh, well because then it would be would a mode have... issue. Um otherwise it yeah, well, that, into a that's what I'm issue. saying. It is they don't have they just have to be baptized. Right. So they, they could be they could have been, in other words, Yeah, um, they could be they could take their baptism as an infant, as a true and valid baptism which we would disagree with yeah but we would still receive them into membership agreeing to disagree on that 
Right. Yeah. No, okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I would say I would put that to a mode issue, not, not a, I mean, sorry, a subject issue, not a mode issue. Um, just for the record, okay. just as I throw my two cents in there, you know? Well, I, yeah. Well, anyway, I, so, so all the, I mean, we would not receive anyone into membership who hadn't been baptized. Mm hmm. So, or any baptism. So, if somebody didn't think they had been baptized, Mm -hmm. Or had in fact not been right. baptized. Yeah. So, in other words, the the difficulty I had listening yeah. to it was that there was very little I could disagree with. I think the issue came is I needed him to connect the dots from what he was saying about the importance of baptism and how you can't mess with, mm -hmm. you know, with baptism as an entry right into the church mm -hmm. and. And all that kind of thing, and, and all actually the mode so I am itself. A, I am a credo Baptist, yeah. So like I am a credo Baptist. So even then, I'm not arguing that pedo baptism is as valid as credo baptism. Mm -hmm. I'm just arguing on what basis can you tell someone that they have no right to be a member of your church, and that for me comes down to more than just the timing of the mode of baptism, but it has to do with whether or not someone's a Christian, and so. I agree that baptism is important. I think it's, you know, one of the sacraments. So, mm. like, it's massively important. Mm. It's just that it's secondary to faith. So, profession of faith would be required for entry to membership, regardless. Is what Absolutely. you're saying? Yeah, and so that sort of alleviates the the, well, the issue a little bit. Again, profession of faith and baptism are required for membership. Right. Right. Effectively. Yeah. So it's sort of after the fact, and then you're. I can see how you are taking that as mode from that point. Um, because I think, um, you know, don't know what he would say, but I think probably what I would say there is just, um, you know, that, that's what I, I was hinting at it earlier. If you, if you remember, I'm pretty sure I said something about this, but that that's kind of the problem exactly right there with, see, as a Presbyterian, you've got the sign and thing signified to not temporally bound. Right. So that's mm -hmm. part of your, 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 your deal. So for you to go, hey, well, you know, hey, you got this thing happening here and we're just going to sort of retroactively apply it here and whatever, you know, that's all part of the game. Whereas for a credo Baptist, it, while it's true that they're not temporally bound, it's, it's, it's always uh, that faith would come first and profession of faith would come first. So there would always be a sequence. And so the whole idea of being baptized prior to faith is just kind of like it disannuls. It's very, you know, so we would never, I don't know, I didn't, for me, I just don't know how to hold on to a credo Baptist position and also acknowledge a validity of another kind of baptism. And so, you know, where you talk about, um, I think this is basically what it comes down to for us in church membership, where someone says, hey, I was baptized, you know, I just go, no, you weren't. And, and so, you know, you got wet, you know, that, that was nice. But uh, okay, when, yeah. when you want to get yeah, baptized, yeah. let me know, you know. And so it yeah. might have been that they they were, you know, yeah. So it's sort of along those lines. So I imagine Nick would be yeah, more or less I, on the same I think, um, you know, and I get that. And again, I'd sort of agree and say it's not, it's not right. I would encourage people who were baptized as um, infants to experience baptism in adulthood after the, the profession of faith. Um, and even though it does feel a bit weird because it's so now distanced from their actual conversion, mm. you know, nevertheless, at least then they have something to experience and to look back to, mm. you know, the sacrament can actually do something as a sacrament for them. But the, exactly. yeah. um, so like all that I agree with the issue 
<clears throat> for me and the reason we have both open membership and open table mm-hmm. is because you know so let's go to the table first because it's easier mm-hmm. is that basically who has a right to come to the table mm. and the answer to that is i think must be if you have been given an invitation by Christ to come to the table. Mm-hmm. You have a right to come to the table. Mm. Who are those people? Well, they are those who repent and believe the good news of the of the, of the gospel and are baptized. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if anybody, uh, you know, is a Christian, I am not going to send them away from the table, right? Like if they are a Christian. But you just said the thing is that they've got to have believed and be baptized. Yeah, certainly. So yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm back to square one with that, you know. Uh, no, it's, yeah. well, it's not. It's it's that I'm I'm basically looking for a Christian, and yeah. usually Christians are baptized. Right. So you do have exceptions to the rule where somebody hasn't been baptized, but they clearly mm. evidence faith mm-hmm. and repentance. And there are all sorts of weird reasons. So there's one person in our church who has a terrible phobia of water and just won't do it. And I've been on his case, like saying, like, it's, you still got to do it. <laughs> like, but he's an old dude. He's an ex-serviceman, like, you know, hardcore military guy. And he just won't do it. He's just like terrified of water and he will not. So oh. I'm like, I don't even have to, like, immerse you. You just come stand in the water and I'll pour something over you, you know? <laughs> like, it's just, <laughs> like, whatever. Just, just do it. And you won't do it. So anyway, you do get exceptions like this. Yeah. And again, I'm not going to send that guy away from the table. I'm not going to send any Christian away from the table. If you're a Christian, you're invited because it's not my call to make, right? Mm. If I see clear evidence that you belong to Christ, you have a right to the table. Uh, the same is um, true for membership. Like the whole point of local church membership is that it's designed to as accurately as possible, reflect membership into the church. Mm-hmm. So it's a local congregation of Christ, of members to Christ's body. Mm-hmm. And again, I have no right to turn away someone who has a right of, who is a member of the church. I have no right to turn them away from membership in a local church. So at this point, I feel no compulsion to say, well, go to the Presbyterian. I mean, this is partly because there aren't many other churches I could send them to. Mm. But it is also like um, if somebody... I just feel very, very uncomfortable saying to someone, even though you are a member of the church and Christ has received you into his family, you cannot come to this family. And even though he's received you at the table, I'm not going to receive you at the table. Those mm. two, it just doesn't make sense to me. Mm. It's bonkers. Yeah. I so mean, that's, that's my issue. So mm. when somebody comes along and says, well, look, you know, I've been baptized. Mm. I just disagree with you on how baptism works. And yeah. I'm like, okay, but you know that we don't do that. Yeah, that's fine. But I, you know, mm. um, love the way that you guys preach the word here and center around the word. And so can we agree to disagree on this? And I'll come and, you know, submit and, and get, get stuck in the life of church. And I just cannot say, mm. no, you can't be a member here mm. when in fact Christ has already granted a membership. So that's my difficulty. So I'm not trying to like, uh, downplay the importance of baptism, and I'm especially not trying to mess with what Christ has said are the rights and entries. Mm, mm. What I am trying to do is not go the other extreme 
and actually put myself in the place of Christ mm. and deny people he has given access to or disqualify yeah. people he has qualified. You I mean, know, I think I'm terrified of that. Totally. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, I think that's another point of disjoint for me. You know, you're, um, I mean, the whole point for the local church there is not that they have automatic entry by virtue of their entry into the universal invisible reality of the body of Christ. The whole idea is, is that they gather according to their consciences, um, you know, as they've worked through doctrine. And so this is the whole reason I think denominations are good and okay, because, you know, the reality is we are going to have different opinions. We are going to have a, a look at the scriptures and perhaps, you know, this is the whole thing. We stand and fall before our own masters. We, um, so, you know, kind of this, I want to appreciate the same point that you're making uh, in that they, you know, we, we have this reality to work with. Um, but the whole point of the local church is not necessarily to be, you know, de facto identical to, to, the, to the, the perfect invisible reality, but right. rather to, okay. to allow for that discrepancy and to allow for that. And then almost to show glory to, you know, I think there is a real, you know, and I think we're after the same thing in that sense, in that when a Presbyterian congregation and a Baptist congregation show fellowship and love for yeah. one another despite their disagreement, that, that gives glory to the, the, the Lord of the conscience, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah. and so, uh, you know, to be able to extend preaching invitations and that sort of thing, I mean, I think that all fits into that idea. Um, but, you know, the, it sort of defies the whole point of the local gathering if you move beyond that, in my, in my opinion. But I see that we're off to the same thing. Uh, anyways, bottom line, I, uh, I think we've, uh, we've raised the mystery to a sufficient level. So you are, <laughs> you are Andre Beck, uh, this, this, this man that, <laughs> that has, yeah. that has somehow table, defined the concept of baptism, uh, <laughs> you know, and has made his way onto the show. No, you're, you're a, a regular guest and, uh, go back and look and Andre's my brother and he's a pastor of the UK church. And, uh, and then Nick, this I'm other a guy, church. Uh, a Baptist church, no less. <laughs> um, and then you've got Nick Cleveley, who is the other antagonist here, who, um, who, who uh, periodically comes on the show just to, just to kind of who, pick, pick apart my arguments. That's right. I mean, he, he did start that fight and, um, you know, we're all just trying to be friends over here, and, and Nick's just got a thing, you know, he's Nick's just, not trying to be they, friends. Did, they didn't call him the cult killer for I nothing. Look, I don't come on the show and and, and does his episodes. Um, yeah, I mean, no one does that. That's that's crazy. Who would even do that? <laughs> There's one person that would do that, and that's Nick. And uh, that's why, for me, when I'm talking to Nick, I just, I just, what I do is I just apologize up front. <laughs> it just, just, you know, just to get rid of, you know, clear the air. Even if I didn't, do it, just apologize, and then we can move on from there. I've learned. Land, it's a difficult thing to try and try and uh, take him on. You know, they call him Nick the Cult Killer Cleveley for a reason. He brought, he single handedly brought down a cult. So, there you go. Yeah. Good luck, my friend. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I am, um, I, I, I agree with you that I don't think denominations are necessarily bad. So, I think actually, they can, I mean, very often denominations are just geographical things anyway. You know, like the Reformed Church in various locations calls mm -hmm. itself different things and may have a slight 
variation in polity, but like it's it's not huge. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's over a major doctrinal issue, and sometimes it's over a um, yeah, what I would regard as a, a secondary. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. I, I I think my one point of clarification for what Nick said is he seemed to think that it was kind of pointless or or a wrong way of looking at baptism to make it a secondary issue. Right. And I think and I think I, you must make baptism a secondary issue. Oh, oh, oh. who's fighting you? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hang on. Let's see who this is. Hello. Ah, Nick. <laughs> Imagine that. Hang on, let me just, uh, I'll put you on the speaker, Craig. I have, I'm on the, I'm, I'm podcasting right now with my brother. You're literally being recorded. Okay. <laughs> hey, <how's> going, everyone? <laughs> and, um, and what's happening is, uh, we've just responded to your open challenge. Yeah. Can he? Can Nick yeah. hear me? Now, the, the only thing is, I just don't know how to get you guys talking to each other. So just... You, you have can't... to add him to this call on Google oh, Hangouts. So you're not at your... You're at your office there, Nick. No. Are you at home? Can you phone on Google? No, you've got to add him. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, bro, he can do it. That's you. Mike, you've got to add him. I know, I know. So just hang on, I'm talking to two people at once. Give me a minute to set up. Okay, awesome. Ah, that works so well. Excellent. And then just phone me, okay? Well, I'll add you. That's how it's got to work, I think. All right, cheers. There we go. All right, so what we'll do, guys, is uh, we'll use this as an opportunity to drop this right here. And um, exciting stuff. We got Nick on, and I'll let this roll on Friday. So if you're into this discussion and you want to see the action... Uh, emerge then join us again on friday or whenever the next one drops saturday and uh yeah we'll see how this rolls exciting stuff mm -hmm.